0: What is up, guys? It is Quinn here. And for most of you out there playing fantasy football, I'm guessing your season's wrapped up here in week 17. So, you know, you guys probably aren't watching this video, but I'm guessing there are going to be, you know, some people out there, maybe like 5%, 10% of people who play fantasy, where their championships actually do run into week uh, 18. So, I'm still going to be putting out some content this week. Not going to be doing the full slate, like going through rankings at every position, but I'll have my waiver wire video. I'll have my running back, wide receiver, quarterback, tight end start sets. All of those will be out, and then, you know, I'll be here uh, answering questions throughout the week. So, this specific video, looking at some waiver wire targets, not hitting five players at every position like we were earlier on. These are just some guys that I think, you know, if you're in a pinch, these are players that you could plug into your lineup as like flex option, wide receiver three, you know, a streaming tight end, streaming defense, streaming quarterback, whatever the situation may be. And then these are gonna be players who are available in 50% or more leagues using the ESPN waiver wire. But let's just jump into it, starting off with the running back position. We have James Cook, who's owned in 48% of leagues. Now he has not played yet this week. He's gonna be playing on uh, Monday Night Football. So we don't really know what this split is looking like. I'm guessing it's gonna be you know, pretty close to 50-50. So someone who's gonna be a, a part of a high scoring offense and play a decent role. And then the second running back is gonna be Zach Moss, Owned in 44.4% of leagues. Really hasn't done anything crazy, uh, you know, fantasy numbers wise since uh, JT went down. But he has a very solid role in this offense. He took 15 of the 24 running back carries in week 17. And then the matchup is really what's appealing here. Like if this was a neutral matchup, I really wouldn't feel comfortable playing Zach Moss. But because he's going up against the Texans who have allowed the uh, most points per game to the running back position, it makes me pretty interested. You know, in him at least as like a flex option or like a desperate RB2 play. Now shifting over to the uh, wide receiver position, we do have some interesting options here. And I'm going to start it off with the uh, Giants wide receiver tandem. We have Richie James and then we have Isaiah Hodgins. These guys are widely available. Richie James owned in 3.6% of leagues, Hodgins in 5.6. And we've seen Richie James honestly be pretty solid over the last seven games, averaging 14.1 PPR points per game over that stretch. And then for Hodgins over the past five games, he's averaging 15.2 PPR points per game. Honestly, like Seeing these guys ball out, you know, like it's decent for them, obviously, but it kind of just makes me a little sad that we didn't get to see this with guys like, you know, Sterling Shepard and Wandell Robinson, who both suffered uh, season ending injuries. But these are guys where at this point you're just kind of riding this Giants offense, could be guys you look at, you know, in your flex option. And then moving over to Traylon Burks, he's owning 41.1% of leagues. And I just want to preface this with this is only going to be Traylon Burks if Josh Dobbs is the starter, if they're going back to Malik Willis totally out on Traylon Burks. But in Dobbs' uh, first start for the Titans, he targeted Burks eight times. Burks caught four of them for 66 yards, also added 20 yards on the ground. So if this offense is gonna have a decent number of pass attempts, I do think Burks is interesting. And then we have KJ Osborne, who's owned in only 7.2% of leagues. He's honestly been really solid over the last four-ish weeks, three big games over that stretch. Uh, His points per game in that four-game, you know, sample size, 14.8, 31.7. 4.7 was the one down game, and then 18.9 this past week. And then he also has a great matchup against the Bears, whose defense has just been getting shredded every single week. And then the uh, fourth and final wide receiver is going to be Donovan Peoples-Jones, owned in 47.4% of leagues. Now, he did get into the end zone this past week, but he only had one reception for 13 yards and only three targets. So nothing crazy there. The one thing is that we probably saw Watson have his best day, you know, at least as a passer. There wasn't a crazy amount of volume, but maybe he's turned a corner, so maybe you're going to try to bank on that and hope uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones has a better performance in Week 18 just based on volume. Now, moving over to some uh, QBs who could be streaming options for you, got to start it off with Brock Purdy, still only owned in 36.5% of leagues. Since taking over as a starter, he's just been very, very consistent. He has had four starts in those games. He's put up 217 165 16 and then 17.1 points. So definitely someone who's going to be like a high-end QB2, probably, you know, heading into week 18. And then we have Russell Wilson, owned in 40.9% of leagues. Now, I'm definitely not going to say I'm overly confident in Russ. He struggled throughout the season, but he actually had a pretty solid game uh, in his first matchup without Hackett. 23.6 points. They got him moving using his legs. I believe he had two rushing touchdowns, and they're going to need to score against that Chargers offense. So someone who maybe, if you're desperate, you could pivot to Russ. And then kind of just like the wild card here, Jarrett Stidham. You know, personally, I thought it was kind of a weird move, benching Carr. I get why you do it. You don't want him to get hurt, you know, if they're going to cut him, It kind of seemed like a weird thing to do. You know, definitely seemed like a uh, kind of a tanking thing. Like, you didn't really think you would do better with Stidham than you did with Carr. Stidham owned in uh, 0.5% of leagues, and he went out there and kind of lit it up. You know, hung tough with a a very strong 49ers defense, passed for 365 yards, three touchdowns, did have uh, two interceptions, but also added 34 rushing yards on the ground and 26 fantasy points. He has a pretty solid matchup against the Chiefs who have been giving up some big games to quarterbacks. So maybe someone to look at if you're in a super deep league and need like a streaming option. Now pivoting over to the tight end position, I've got three players for you. Got to start it off with the uh, Saints tight end duo. First with Taysom Hill, owned in 45.2% of leagues. This is his fourth straight game accounting for a touchdown, whether it's receiving, rushing, or passing for one. Also, over that four-game stretch, he's put up double-digit points in every single one of them. And then over the last three weeks, he's just been getting very involved on the ground, 30 carries over that stretch. So someone whose weekly workload has, you know, continued to grow and is interesting moving forward, Jawan Johnson, owned in 22.8% of leagues. He's a guy who's kind of been known for getting into the end zone. That's how he's been producing But he actually had a a pretty strong game without a touchdown, seven targets, five receptions for 62 yards, and he's put up double-digit points in six out of the last nine games. And then the final tight end, he didn't play this week. He's going tonight. Hayden Hurst owned in 38.9% of leagues. We'll see what he does coming back from injury. You know, who knows how he'll perform. And then uh, just a look into some streaming defenses. These are defenses, you know, I'd feel pretty comfortable with plugging into my uh, week 18 lineup. Colts. Matchup against Houston, they got shredded today, but the Houston matchup's pretty strong. Only owned in uh, 31% of leagues. We have uh, actually both the Steelers and Browns, they're playing each other. Steelers owned in 43.6% of leagues. Browns owned in 27.1. Then we have the Dolphins who are owned in 40.5% of leagues. Don't necessarily love that defense, but it's just up against the Jets who have, you know, struggled pretty heavily offensively. And then the Bengals owned in 38% of leagues going up against the Ravens. This will probably depend on whether or not the uh, Ravens get Lamar back. If Lamar's back, would definitely love that matchup a little bit less. If it's Tyler Huntley would definitely be interested in the Bengals there, but that is going to uh, wrap it up for my top waiver wire targets. If you guys do have your championships this week, good luck, you know, go bring home the uh, bag, the championship, all of that. If you're somehow stopping by and you already had your championship, you know, thank you for sticking all the way through. Hope you got the dub. Um, and I guess I'll see you guys next season or throughout the off season, where I will continue to put out, uh, you know, pretty consistent content. So thank you guys, and I will see you in the next one.